Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 82. So we've got another in-your-face, kick-in-the-pants type episode today because I was doing some research, as, as I always seem to be doing, and I came across an interesting article, and it's something I had heard before, but I hadn't heard about it in a while. But I came across this article online that was talking about a nurse who had interviewed people on their deathbed. And I'm sure you're probably thinking, oh my God, Kristen, like that's so morbid. <laughs> Where is this going? But I really was interested in this article. And, you know, the question that it posed was, do you know what the number one regret of the dying is? And of course it listed the top five, but you know, I was really like, I don't know what is the number one regret of people who are, you know, lying on their deathbed and word for word, the number one regret is this. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. I'm going to say that one more time. The number one regret of the dying is I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. There was another quote in this article that really stuck out to me along the same lines, and it said, health brings a freedom very few realize until they no longer have it. I believe that our health, just the fact that we are able to wake up in the morning and swing our legs out of the bed and like get up and, you know, we have our bodily functions or whatever, and we go put our contact lenses in or our glasses on and we brush our teeth and we're able to, to move and breathe and take in our surroundings and we have access to all of our senses. And this is such a miraculous thing, yet we don't even think about this in the morning when we wake up. It's something we totally take for granted. The fact that we can, that we were breathing throughout the night with no problems. The fact that, you know, we were able to open our eyes and see the ceiling or the fan blades whirring above us. The fact that we have limbs and motor functions to be able to get out of the bed and do things. There are so many people out there right now who are not healthy, who are lying in hospital beds, maybe not even due to old age, but are lying into hospital beds because of some because of some illness or some health issue that they really have no control over. And so health brings a freedom very few realize until they no longer have it. If you've been following my journey for a while, then you probably know that not too long ago, just a few years ago, I experienced a health scare where I actually had to go under the knife, like actually have surgery, something that I had never, never done before. I'd never had to go under anesthesia and, you know, it had to deal with precancerous cells and removing those cells from my body. And you don't realize how 
grateful (laughs) you should be. And I remember when I was sitting in that hospital and I was just looking around at everything. I was looking around at all of the the curtained stalls and sitting, you know, on that gurney with the blankets and having the, you know, the IV in my arm and looking around, I'm like, oh my God, like this is how a lot of people spend their entire lives. And if this, like if this hadn't been caught earlier on, then I could have been one of those people. And, you know, if they hadn't been able to remove these precancerous cells, I could have been one of those people who would just be sitting in that hospital bed, you know, for the rest of my life, for the foreseeable future. And that thought is absolutely terrifying, as I'm sure that you can imagine. But only only when I was actually sitting there and I was surrounded by all of that and I was in that atmosphere, did I truly realize the impact that it could potentially have on my life and what I could potentially be missing out on because of something so trivial and so silly and so small as fear or acceptance or, you know, the approval of other people. Believe me, when your health is at risk, when your well-being is at risk, you are no longer afraid of what some stranger is going to say about the book that you write and publish. You are no longer afraid of what your parents thought about that decision that you made five years ago. You're not afraid of any of those small, trivial, insignificant things because that's exactly what they are. They are small, trivial, and insignificant. They do not matter when something as significant as your health and well-being is at risk. So I remember when I was sitting there on that hospital bed and you know I had the IV all hooked up and everything and I was I was watching all of the the medicine and everything as it was flowing through the tubes and I remember thinking to myself, "Kristen, this is not your practice life and you have been treating this life as a practice life up until this point. And this was a pivotal moment for me, and it's what I want to share with you in this podcast episode today, because six-year-old you knew something that you've long since forgotten, that only you know deep down what truly lights you up, and that only you can bring those dreams to fruition. So here's the hard truth that so many of us don't want to face. No one is coming to save you. No one is going to ride in on a magical unicorn and hand you everything you've ever wanted. No one else can give you exactly what you want in the way you've always imagined it with the outcome you've always dreamed of because no one else is you. Your desires and dreams are born inside you and they're unique to you for a reason because only you have the power to give them life. Until I started living for myself, writing and publishing books when and how I wanted to, creating videos and podcasts when and how I wanted to, launching courses and programs when and how I wanted to, running a creative business when and how I wanted to, I faced disappointment constantly. What do I mean by this? Let's say X, you know, let's think of a task or just let's say X was expected of me. 
So I would do my best work on X and I would deliver it. And every time I would deliver whatever that thing was, I always had an expectation of maybe some kind of thanks or some sort of praise or recognition or compensation, what have you, you know, whatever it is, only to get way less than I was expecting. And oftentimes it was nothing at all, like not even a thank you. So what I came to discover is that the reason I was disappointed was because I actually cared. Like I really cared about X, about whatever that thing is. Whenever I do something, whenever I put myself out there, whatever I'm putting my effort and my time and my energy into is something that I really, really care about. And so I felt disappointed when others didn't care as much as I did. So that publisher isn't going to care about your book as much as you do. That investor isn't going to care about your business idea as much as you do. That record label isn't going to care about your music as much as you do. That supervisor isn't going to care about your passion project as much as you do. No one is going to care as much as you do about your dreams and desires and the things that you really want because they are not you and they have their own dreams and desires and things that they want to achieve. But how can you be disappointed when you're in charge, when you're calling the shots, when you're the boss, the CEO, the big guns, the decision maker? When that happens, there's no more red tape. There's no more waiting for approval or permission. There's no more worrying about how others will perceive you. There's no expectation except for the one that you have of yourself. Whether you think you're too old or too young to go after your dreams and desires, you're right. Whether you think you can or can't have the things that you really want, you're right. This is not your practice life. So why are you treating today like tomorrow is guaranteed? Why are you settling for fine when exceptional is flailing its arms on the other side of the door, begging for you to take notice? to pay attention, to turn the damn handle. That handle is like a unique scanner that only your fingerprints can unlock. I can't open the door for you. Your mom can't open the door for you. Neither can your dad, your sister, your brother, your best friend. We don't have your fingerprints, your unique key for that door. Hell, we don't even know what your door looks like because we are not you. Only you can reach out and yank that door open. Only you truly know what awaits on the other side. And if the thought of what awaits makes your palms sweat and your head tingle and butterflies erupt in your stomach, it is worth going after. It is worth at least trying. Here's the way I see it. If you're not trying, you are living your life as a practice life. So you're like, well, I'll just play it safe, not take any risks, not try anything because I'll get another shot at this. Last time I checked, none of us who are still breathing right here, right now, know for 100% certain what comes after this. We may have our beliefs and our faith and what have you, but the harsh truth is we don't really know. 
So if this happens to be it, your one life on this material plane, on this beautiful planet we get to call home, did you live it well? Did you live up to your expectations? Did you write the book, travel the world, start the business, launch the product, create the art? Did you take the risk? Did you feel the fear and go on ahead anyway? Did you do all the things you really wanted to do? Your dreams and desires are for real life. This life. Right now is your do-over. Right now is your second chance. This moment right here. Show up this time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers. Cheers.